Hey fishies, welcome to another episode of Auntie Wombat's Bible Class. This show can't happen without your questions, so please voicemail or text 415-504-2289. You can DM me on Instagram at Wombatalim, on Twitter at the underscore Wombat. You can send me a message from the Auntie Wombat's Bible Class Facebook page, or you can use my Ask Me Anything over my Tumblr, which is also Wombatalim. No matter how you get in touch, I will keep your identity a secret. Please also subscribe, share with your friends, rate, all that good stuff to get, help get the word out. For my first question today, someone asked for fun ways to tell people you're questioning your gender identity. You know, it's not something I'd really given much thought previously. I mean, the important thing, of course, is that you do you. Do something that you enjoy. You we could maybe consider throwing yourself a gender reveal party, for example, or make up some t-shirts or some art that expresses it. I don't know. Um, start wearing a name tag that says, my pronouns are question mark. There, You know, there's the possibilities are endless. Do something that's fun for you. The next question I have is, my family always uses my dead name and old pronouns when talking about past me. Help. Well, if they're, I take this to mean that they're using the correct pronouns and name when talking about you in the present, which means they're at least trying to be supportive. It's kind of understandable for them to do this because they're sharing a memory of you at the time that you knew you by this other name and these other pronouns. Um, have you tried just asking them to stop? I mean, it will take a little bit of patience. It's hard to shift gears, especially if you've known someone their whole life. But if they're generally supportive and you say, hey, this hurts when you do that, generally they're going to be receptive to changing that up. And like I said, be a little patient with them. It takes some time to shift gears. And remember that when they're thinking about the you that they knew as the other gender, it's going to be harder for them to make that connection than talking about you who they know now as your new gender. So be a little patient. Try just asking nicely. Um, and also keep in mind that in a lot of cases, um, not everyone minds that this happens. So it's not necessarily a um, universal request. So they won't necessarily know unless you ask. All right, next question I had was, uh, when do you know that you need to see a gender therapist? Um, so how do you know you need to see a gender therapist? I mean, therapy can be helpful anytime you are questioning your identity or even if you have figured out you're not cisgendered but not really sure where to place yourself and you're willing to actually talk to someone about it. Um, if you're not sure whether you need it or not, it'll probably help. Uh, the more confused or shameful you feel, the more likely it'll be useful. So if you feel shame about your identity, therapy is pretty likely to help you out. Again, as long as you're willing to actually talk about it. And keep in mind that it's typically required before any kind of medical transitioning. So if you're interested in surgery or hormones, it's a good idea to start in with the therapy. The next question I had was, how can I help my partner feel less dysphoric? 
Well, the first thing is validate their experience. You know, if they're telling you something about how they feel because whatever they're feeling, their dysphoria, don't tell them something like it's not that bad or it'll be okay. Those are platitudes. Tell them that you understand that it hurts. Empathize with them. Be there for them. Acknowledge that even if you're not going through that thing, you acknowledge that they are. You can ask them how you can help because different people have different needs. There might be something they know you can do for them. And if they have a request, then it's reasonable. Do it for them. You can offer distractions or other activities. Get their mind off of it. it can help. You know, not everyone's going to want to do something, but if the offer is open, they might take you up on it. Uh, you can offer them appropriate gender-related compliments. Like if you want to compliment their appearance and they're a female to male, tell them they look handsome. Or if they're male to female, tell them they look pretty. Um, stuff like that. Try small gifts, candy, small stuffed animals, something they like. And you'll want to avoid saying or doing things that remind them of the dysphoria, but be supportive when they bring it up. And it, again, the most important thing really is to validate their experience. Um, everyone likes to feel like their experience is valid and too many of us here the opposite during the course of our lives. The next question is, how do I deal or get out of or whatever family events? A lot of my family is homo and transphobic and my parents outed me to them without permission and I keep getting harassed at family events that I don't even want to go to. Well, the first thing you should probably try is explain that you don't want to go because someone is toxic. If it's a specific person or persons, be specific about who's toxic. In your case, it sounds like it's pretty much everyone in the family. So explain that if you go, you will get harassed and attacked and antagonized. It's a toxic environment for you and you're better off staying home. You might want to remind your parents how painful it is to be misidentified and harassed. If you do have to go anyway, try to minimize your engagement with the people who are problematic for you. And if at all possible, uh, make an escape plan for yourself or find a quiet space you can retreat to if it gets to be too much. Um, sometimes just getting out of the crossfire is um, a good way to pause and reset and relax a little bit. And then my last question today was, how do I tell my teacher that I don't want to be called by my dead name? Well, the first thing you should do if you haven't yet is Ask them to call by your proper name. Um, probably take them aside. Don't necessarily want to do it in front of the class, but explain the situation. Say you'd rather be called by this other name. Or don't explain the situation and explain you'd like to be called a different name. Uh, especially if you're picking a relatively general neutral name, you don't necessarily need to explain why. Some states do have requirements that teachers respect your gender identity, so you'll want to look up your local laws, see if that's a requirement where you are. Um, if your teachers are trying but don't always get it right, give them time and remind them gently that you prefer this other name. If they're not trying and the local laws are on your side, um, you'll want to bring it up to the administration and get your parents to back you up on this. 
it's going to be hard for you to do it on your own. But if you get parents or another teacher or a counselor or something to back you up, that'll definitely help get an adult on your side. Unfortunately, if they're not really trying and you don't have any local ordinances that require them to, you'll probably want to talk to your parents about what possible options you have. Um, maybe take it up with the administrators. It might mean moving you to a different school or a different class. Um, but without the legal requirement, you have a bit less footing here and unfortunately may not be able to solve this problem. And that is my show for today. Thanks for listening. Remember to send in your questions, call or text 415-504-2289, DM me on Instagram or Twitter, send me a message on Facebook, ask me anything on Tumblr, no matter how you get in touch, I will keep your identity private. Thanks for listening. Be safe out there.